Thank you so much for tuning in to the Midnight Experience, February 2021. It's good to, to know that all of you are good and are fit and are feeling great. We thank God. The Word of God says that in all things, we should give Him thanks. For this is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. Wow. February is here. I'm sure most of us enjoyed our times especially valentines and all of that but of course the greatest valentine is our lord and savior jesus christ hallelujah before we start anything let's share a word of prayer which i believe will bless us father in the name of jesus thank you we bless you we honor you we honor you we bless you we celebrate you we thank you for another opportunity to to listen to your word to come to your feet Father, we pray that let every heart, let every mind be tuned, be submitted to you. Let every heart be opened. The word says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Tonight, let faith be engineered in us. Let faith be sparked up in us. In, in the name of Jesus, we pray that the entrance of your word will bring light. Let light appear in every darkness in our lives. Let the appearance of light 
bring the end of darkness. We thank you. We celebrate you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. Welcome once again to the Midnight Experience February edition. And it's been awesome. Thanks so much for the support. I've been having a lot of feedback from places all around the world, from people all around the world. And the feedback has been great. And it's all by the grace of God. What God has started, He shall end perfectly according to His will. In the name of Jesus. Today's little topic we have to treat the unpopular Christ. The unpopular Christ. When I first put out this flyer on, on, on social media, a lot of people came to me asking me, wow, such such a good topic, and they are looking forward to it. By the grace of God tonight, we will have an understanding. And I hope that as we have the understanding, it will urge us to do the needful to the glory of God. And so today, the message is the unpopular Christ. And we are taking the scripture from the book of Psalms, the chapter number 22 and the verse number 6. The book of Psalms, chapter number 22 and the verse number A worm and not a man. I am scorned and despised by all. I am scorned and, dis- and, 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 and despised by all. Praise God. Praise God. And, and we're going to look at the amplified version of Psalm 22 and the verse 6, which it says, But I am treated as a worm, insignificant and powerless, and not a man. I am the scorn of men and despised by the people. Praise God. So that is Psalm 22 and the verse number 6. The unpopular Christ. So, we zoom into the message by the grace of God. And I zoom with this question. Why was Jesus despised? Why was Christ despised? Now, strange as it may seem, some did not like Jesus. He was a good man. Let's note it. Jesus was a good man. He healed the sick. He helped the weak. He raised the dead. He fed the hungry. Yet some really despised him. That is why this, the scripture we just read, Psalm 22 verse 6 said, that, that he will be despised by people. Because it was something that, that, that had been foretold. When we read Isaiah chapter 53 and the verse 3, it says, He was despised and we did not esteem him. Now the word despise is to regard with contempt or, or, to, or to feel a strong dislike for. That is to despise. To, this, to, to, to regard with contempt or to what? To feel a strong dislike for. So although Jesus did good, there were people who had a, a strong dislike for him. And that was despise. They despise him. And that is why Jesus explained in John 3 and the verse 19 where he said that this is the condemnation. That the light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. So, for men to love darkness rather than light meant that men have embraced evil. And so, out of that nature of evil, their deeds also become evil. So, Jesus is saying that people are, are going to despise me or despise me because I have introduced... Remember that when light appears, darkness flees. When light appears, darkness runs. When light appears, the end of darkness has come. 
So the appearance of Jesus, which is light unto the world, put out darkness. But men, some men, love darkness than the light. So therefore they, they, they opposed or they despised the one which brought the light. So men despised him. Let's not forget, according to history, there were many religious people in the time of Christ, in the Palestine area. And of course, one will expect that because of these religious men, they would welcome the Son of God with open arms. But they did not. And so this evening, we're going to understand why Jesus was unpopular for several reasons. Why he was unpopular for several reasons. The first point, he opposed he opposed, that is Jesus. Jesus opposed traditions that were contrary to the will of God. Traditions that were contrary or that are still contrary to the will of God. Now, many people are really, really attached to their traditions. And they often love them more than the word of God. People who are attached to their traditions love the traditions more than the word of god let's know that now the jewish religious life at the time of christ was was regulated by the old testament right plus the writings of the rabbis so the religious life of the jews were regulated by two things the old testament and the writings of the rabbis or the teachers or the leaders now a careful distinction was made between inspired writings and uninspired writings the writings of the rabbis were uninspired writings the right the the, the, the words and the commands in the old testament were inspired writings the book of moses now yet even though they had inspired writings and uninspired even though they had the Old Testament and the writings of the rabbis, many of the rituals and the regulations were based not on scripture but on tradition. Tradition being human traditions. So, Jesus became popular, unpopular sorry, because he condemned traditions that were contrary to the word of God. Note, he was unpopular with the leaders. And because the leaders have the influence over the people, he also became unpopular with the people. Because he condemned the human traditions that were contrary to the word of God. So, the scripture we're going to use to understand this is the book of Mark, the chapter 7, from verse 1 downwards. Where he says, then the Pharisees and some of the scribes came together to him, having come from Jerusalem. Now, when they saw some of his disciples eat bread with defiled, that is, with unwashed hands, they found fault. For the Pharisees and all the Jews did not eat unless they wash their hands in a special way, holding the tradition of the elders. Mark chapter 7, the verse 1 to 3. So, the Pharisees came together to, to Jesus to complain that why are your people eating bread without washing their hands in the way they must wash it? Because that is the tradition of the elders. Let us note this. There is nothing wrong with washing your hands before you eat but hand washing although it was not something that was commanded in the old testament it was something that was viewed as an obligatory religious right 
it was obligatory. It was something you had to do because it had become a tradition, a human tradition, a tradition of the elders. So in the same Mark chapter 7, when you go to the verse 5, it says, Then the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, asked who? Jesus, why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but they eat bread with unwashed hands? And this is what Jesus said in an answer to them. He said, Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you? Hypocrites, as it is written, These people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Very deep. For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men. What Jesus is saying that you, you leaders, you Pharisees, you scribes, you honor me with your lips. The word Isaiah says you honor God with your lips, but your heart is far from God. And you worship me in vain. Empty, empty barrels. You teach people as though you are teaching doctrine, but you are teaching your own commands. What is he saying? That same message in Isaiah applies today the religious lives of many today are governed not by scripture but by tradition and those traditions violate the scriptures those traditions many of us are are, are being regulated by tradition not by the word of god what is tradition tradition is simply an instruction that has been handed down Many of us are living our lives according to things that were handed down to us. This is how I was taught. This is how I was taught to do it. This is how it was brought down to us. But we must be led by the scripture. Jesus was unpopular because he condemned human traditions. Today, today, if you are a true follower of Christ and you seek to please God through his word and you, and, and you forgo human traditions, you'll be unpopular. Today, in our world, Christ is unpopular because we, the believers, who must speak against human traditions and rather speak for the application of Scripture in our lives, are not doing it. We are embracing traditions. We are embracing traditions. We are embracing traditions. Many of us, our lives are governed by, 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 by tradition, not by the Scriptures. We are making Christ unpopular in our day because we have embraced tradition. May God have mercy on all of us. Listen, unscriptural names are one that glorifies something or someone other than Christ. And so today, we are glorifying things other than Christ. We are glorifying things other than Christ. Lord have mercy on us. Listen, for example, worship. Worship is conducted according to tradition now, rather than scriptures, which is true. Look at the Roman Catholics. They worship images. They worship dead people they call saints. They worship the Pope. Scripture doesn't say that. Human traditions, things that have been passed down, People burn candles. People burn incense. 
tradition. It has become an issue. May God have mercy on us. May God have mercy on us. Jesus said that worship based on human doctrine is in vain. It's in vain. It's in vain. To follow Christ, we must put aside human traditions and be led by the word of God. We must be led by the word of God. But many, many love their traditions more than God's word. And so with such people, Christ is not popular. A man may praise the Lord a thousand times with his lips, but if he is following the doctrines of men, his worship is to no avail. You praise God with your lips, but in your heart you follow something else. You follow a tradition, a human tradition. A tradition that the world has made to look okay, but scripture is against. And you follow that doctrine, that human tradition, against the scripture of God. Against the word of God. You may praise the Lord with your lips, but your heart will be far away and your worship is to no avail. Believers, stop human traditions. Come to the word of God. Apply the word of God. Do what it says. And let's make Christ popular. For we have a, a duty to perform while we are on the earth. That we, we, we make Christ popular. Because he's unpopular today. He's getting unpopular by the day. But it's our duty to lift up the name of Christ. To put him in a state of pop, to that state where he will become popular for his glory. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And so that's the first point. That he's unpopular or he was unpopular because he opposed traditions that were contrary to the will of God. And a second point is that Jesus, Jesus was unpopular because he emphasized spiritual values and he taught the futility of material things. <laughs> he emphasized on spiritual values and he taught on the futility of material things. So these two things made him unpopular. Mm. Praise God. Now, you know, at first, at first, Jesus was popular because of his healings and his miraculous feeding of the 9,000. And when he refused to become a worldly king, and he said in John 6, 15, that I am the bread of life, and it is the spirit who gives life, and the flesh profits nothing, his popularity evaporated. So he made these statements, I am the bread of life. And he said that it is the spirit that gives life and the flesh profits nothing. So when you read John 6, from verse 66 to 68, the Bible says, From that time many of the disciples went back and walked with him no more. Then Jesus said to the twelve, Do you also want to go away? But Simon Peter answered and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. So when he made those statements, people withdrew. People left him because he, he emphasized on, the, on, on, on spiritual values and he taught on the futility of material things. 
That is why Jesus told a rich, a rich young man who kept the Ten Commandments in Matthew 19 that if you want to be perfect, go, sell what you have, give to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven, and come and follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful before he had a great possession. He didn't understand why he had to, he had to go and give it all to the poor. He didn't understand why he had to let it go. Materialism. And Jesus said to the disciples, Assuredly, I say to you that it is hard for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to, to go through the, the, the eye of the needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Why? Because a rich man is, is, is possessed mentally, psychologically by his possessions. He is enthused. He is crazy about material things, about his material things, about his things that he has earned. So it will be difficult for a rich man to let go of his possessions to follow Christ. Rather, it is very easy for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. Look at the camel's size. Look at the eye of a needle. And compare it to a rich man entering heaven. Yet Jesus says that it's easier for a camel to enter into the eye of a needle than a rich man entering into the kingdom of God. Let us note, the man carefully observed the Ten Commandments, yes, but the material wealth was the focus of his life. And it was hard for him to put his wealth aside to follow Christ. That is why Jesus said in, the, in Luke 16, very, very emphatically in the verse 13, no servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. What is mammon? Mammon is material wealth. One cannot de- devote his life to both God and to material wealth. That is why in Luke 16, in the next verse, in the verse 14, he says, Now the Pharisees, who were lovers of money, also heard these things, and they derided him. So the, the, the Pharisees despised Jesus because they were money lovers. Money lovers, simply in the Greek, is lovers of money. So many, many, many Christians today, even though they are Christians, even though they attend services regularly, might be lost. Why? Because the focus is on material things. Even though they may attend camps, they may attend revivals, they may attend retreats, they may attend church services, they they call themselves Christians, but they are lost. Why? Because their lives are centered, focused on material things. They are so busy earning money that they have little time for spiritual endeavors, for spiritual values, for spiritual emphasis. There is no time for spiritual emphasis. The focus is I gotta make money. It's good. Money is good. Money answers all things. But the Bible says the love of money is the root. It didn't say money is the root. The love of money. Do not let the love of money overwhelm you, overtake your life. There are people, their house and their car payments are so high that they have little time for the work of the Lord because their mind is all I got to make the money to pay the bill I have to make the money to pay the bill I have to make the money to pay the house bill and the car bill and the blah 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 they live in a certain luxury but they lack treasures in heaven there is no spiritual emphasis there is no spiritual value 
they have left Christ. Christ has become unpopular in that area of their lives. Christ is unpopular in their life because their focus has shifted from Christ to materialism. The unpopular Christ. Look at the apostle Matthew, also called Levi. He left his money to follow Christ in Mark 2. Which says, and as he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax office and said to him, follow me. And he arose and followed him. Matthew arose and followed Jesus. In Luke 12, one man wanted to help Jesus. Sorry, one man wanted Jesus to help him get a share of an inheritance. And look at how Jesus responded in, in, in verse 13 to 15. He says, then, from, from, then one from the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But Jesus said this, Man, who made me a judge or an arbitrator over you? But he said to them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for one's life does not, does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. So, Jesus refuses to deal with the validity of the request, but goes to the core of the problem and condemns the covetousness of both brothers. You want this for yourself. You want this for yourself. You want this for yourself. You want the iPhone. You want the this. You want the that. You are so you are so enthused, overwhelmed about the money. The love of money is the root of evil. You are willing to do all things to get the iPhone. You are willing to do all things to get the laptop. You are willing to do all things to get what you want, the cars. And because of that, Christ has been made unpopular in your life. And your focus is on the material things. Remember, material things is only temporal. It's good to have them. Yes, when you get the money, God blesses you. Buy something. Buy the phone. Buy the house. Buy the this. But don't let it be the focus of your life. Discarding the most important, which is your spiritual emphasis. Where Christ will be at the center. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all things will be added unto you, including money. He forgotten in the same Luke 12, from the verse 16 to 21, he spoke of a parable to them saying that the ground of a certain of a certain rich man yielded plentiful. And he taught himself saying, what shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will put, pull down my bands and build a greater one. And he will store the crops and I will say to my soul, so you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, drink, eat and be merry. But God said to him, you are a fool. This night, your soul will be required of you. Then you will know. So is he who lays up treasure for himself and not rich towards God. He says, you fool. God says, you fool. When you are laying treasure, lay treasures. That will matter in eternity. Listen. In this hour time, if Jesus was here, he wouldn't have fit in a modern society. Because he says, you fool. In other words, he's saying that heavenly treasure is more important than earthly treasure. He didn't say earthly treasure is not important, but heavenly treasure is more important. Why? It lasts in eternity. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. 
there's a story I, I learned of that many years ago in Belgium, a man became a Christian, but he fell away after some time. And he was visited by a certain man of God. And 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 he said that the man told the man of God that he had, he had experienced more disadvantages than advantages from being a Christian. In other words, being a Christian had not profited him. That is why he fell away. And through the years, he had saved money to buy a cottage in Spain where the weather is nice. So that when he retires, he went and stay there. But a few years before he retired, he died. He had left an earthly treasure, but of no use. Of no use. That is why Jesus spoke the truth about the futility of worldly wealth in Matthew 16, 26, where he says, For what is a man profited if against the whole world and loses his own soul? Listen, in our time, Jesus is not popular. Definitely not popular. With materially minded people. People who are materially minded do not like him. They may pretend to serve him, but actually they serve themselves. Because all their mind is, is to make money. Their mind and their focus is not to serve God. But Jesus wants to make, wants to be popular in our lives. How? He wants us to dedicate our lives to doing good. We should help others. We should contribute something worthwhile to society. But many spend their time taking care of themselves, increasing their material ease while others are in need. We must repent if we want to be true followers. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, may God help us. We are zooming to our our third point. Why Jesus was and is unpopular in our day. Now, Jesus was unpopular in his day because, that's the third point, because he exposed the sinfulness of self-righteous people and he called sinners to repentance. He exposed the selfishness, sorry, the sinfulness of self-righteous people, the sinfulness of self-righteous people, and he also called sinners unto repentance. Ah. Now, with this point, let me start by saying this. Jesus was most disliked by the so-called religious people of his time. Now, he embarrassed them because he ate with sinners. That is Jesus. And when he was criticized for them, in Matthew chapter 9, from verse 13, this is what he said, I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Now, in other words, it means that people who realized that they needed forgiveness, liked Jesus because he encouraged them to live their sinful ways and live new lives under his leadership. But then people who, who thought they were righteous hated Jesus. Why? Because he condemned their hypocrisy. So Matthew 23, it says, Then Jesus spoke to the multitudes and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. Therefore, whatever they tell you to observe, and, and that observe and do, but do not do according to their works. For they say and do not do. For they bind every burdens hard to bear and lay them on men's shoulders. But they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works they do 
to be seen by men. So Jesus evaluated people on the basis of their spiritual attitude and not on the basis of their outward show of religion. How many churches and people today, my brothers, my sisters, my aunties, my uncles, my fathers, how many churches, how many people today give an outward show of religion but will have nothing to do with those who are lost? They pray long prayers today but do little to help the poor and the sinful. They look down on them and do not want to be seen in their company. But Jesus associated with the lowly. Listen, if we want to be followers of Christ, we must do what we can to help the sinful and the poor. That is why Paul said that a time will come when many will have nothing but an empty shell of religion in 2 Timothy 3, where he says, But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure, rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people... Turn away. We have made Christ unpopular. Why? Because we are we are we are hating that Christ comes for those who are lowly. But we do not associate with people who are lowly, with people who need help, with people who are sinful, with the poor. But as we engage with the sinful and the poor, we make Christ popular. The less we engage with them, the less we make Christ unpopular. For they will say, Ah, you call yourself a Christian, but, but you, are, you, are, you are despising me. You don't want to be seen. You don't want me to be seen in your company. You don't want to be seen with you. We are making Christ unpopular in our day today Because we are failing to reach out to people like that. Because we are failing. We are failing to emphasize on spiritual values. And rather we are moving on to material things. We are failing to make Christ popular because we embrace traditions of men rather than the will of God. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Have mercy, Lord. But then we pray as I end my message. I pray for us that we will make Jesus the king of our lives. That you will take up your cross and you will follow him. That you will free yourself from human traditions. That you will seek the kingdom of God rather than material gain. That you will repent of your sins. That you will go to Christ for forgiveness and be his messenger to help others find a way. Listen, if you do these things, you will no doubt be unpopular with many. But you will please Christ. And when he comes again, he will recognize you as his own. The price to pay will that you will be, you will be unpopular with many. Are you willing to be unpopular with many? That's the price you pay on this earth for following Christ faithfully, obediently. You will be unpopular with many. That you will frown on sin. And your, your mind and your focus will be to please Christ. May God help us to oppose human traditions that are contrary to the will of God. 
may God help us to emphasize on spiritual values and to and to and not to and not to put our minds and our attention and our attitude and our energies on material things and that God will help us to to reach out to sinners and to those who need the help and finally may God help us that will make him the king of our lives this evening as we go to bed pray and ask God for mercy that for all the times you have made Christ unpopular May he have mercy on you. For the times you have made him unpopular with your deeds. For the times you have made him unpopular because of your so-called human traditions. For the times you have made him unpopular for not wanting to associate with sinful people, with those who have fallen along the way. May God have mercy. Oh, talk to him. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Father, help us. Father, help us. Father, help us. Help us, O Lord. Oh, oh, thank you, Lord. Help us to live for you. Help us not to be material-minded. Help us to seek you and your kingdom. Help us to follow your word, to live your word and not traditions. Help us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. And a big amen. God bless you for your time this evening. I believe this message has stirred you up to go back and remember that Jesus is the King. It is my prayer that from today, from tonight, your mentality on certain things have changed and you have taken up Christ as Lord of your life. Be encouraged and know that Christ is with you no matter what. In Jesus' name. Before we take leave of you, we have some few announcements. Starting from next week, Friday, we'll be going live on the Mix LR app. Mix LR app. The burning lamp incorporated that's the name of the of the of the platform there the mix lr app the burning lamp incorporated we are going on with the prayer line every friday 11 p.m to midnight one hour of intense prayer and the prophetic by the grace of god let's understand that the prayer line will, has come to stay every friday starting in march from the first friday of march we are zooming in every friday 11 p.m to midnight it's gonna be awesome and then also in march on the 25th of march we are organizing a class an intro class on spiritual warfare but i'll put up the flyers out so you can register it will be on google meet where i'll address the problems and i'll address i'll give the topics and the and the themes and everything and if you have questions you can ask it will be an interactive session but you have to register and it is also free march 25th is coming live so take note of that all the information will be sent to our whatsapp platforms by next week so we have it ready let's know that what god has started is big it's beyond us only he can take us there and so we are encouraged to keep living for him be encouraged may god bless you enjoy your evening and know that the Lord is with you no matter what. What he has said will come to pass.
in Jesus' name. I leave you still with the song of Nathaniel Bassi, which says, I love you. As you listen to this song, my brothers and sisters, just understand that Jesus loves you and he's calling you back to himself. Make him popular with the way you live your life. When he comes back, he will recognize you as his own. See you soon. God bless you. Shalom. See you on Friday for the first ever prayer line, 11 p.m. to midnight on the Mix LR app, the Burning Lamp Incorporated. Until then, shalom, peace, good night, and God richly, 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 richly bless you. I love you all. But know that God loves you more. Thank you. And good night.